And welcome back into Local News Live. I'm Clay Osterley. Today, of course, is September 7th, Wednesday. In just a few minutes here, I'm going to have a look from Studio B of the local gray top stories going on across the country here today. But first, I want to send it to Studio A with Alicia Myers and a look at your national top headlines going on for today. Alicia? All right. Thank you so much, Clay. Here we go. Time now to look at those national headlines, as Clay said, that are uh, going across our nation to see what's going on today. So South Carolina's abortion ban bill will head to the Senate floor today toward debate. The ban would no longer include exceptions for pregnancies caused by rape and incest. Senators are expecting the conversation to feature Republicans facing off against one another. With one side saying abortion ends life, the other trying to follow suit from developments in other states since Roe v. Wade was overturned. They're hoping to be able to protect rape victims and those who are at risk of death by carrying fetuses that can't survive outside the womb. Democrats say they won't help Republicans change what they're calling an awful bill into a very bad bill. If the legislation is approved, South Carolina would join Indiana as states that have passed near total abortion bans since that overturn of Roe v. Wade. Authorities in Canada, they're still searching for a man that they say slain at least 10 people. Authorities are searching for Miles Sanderson, who along with his brother Damien are accused of killing 10 people and wounding 18 others during a stabbing rampage in an ind indigenous community in Saskatchewan. Damian Sanderson's body was found Monday near the attacks. Parole documents show Miles, who is now a fugitive, has 59 criminal convictions. He was serving a sentence of four years and four months on charges that included assault with a weapon, assault on a peace officer, and robbery. Those documents also acknowledge that drug and alcohol use make Sanderson, quote, out of his mind. He's been sought for a parole violation since May. Prime Minister Justin Thoreau spoke about the ongoing investigation to find Sanderson and the effects the attacks are having on the country. We are very much still in crisis mode. Over the past two days, we've been focused on doing everything we can uh, to, uh, to keep people safe, uh, to ensure that they're getting the supports they need for the trauma that they're experiencing. Uh, the medical assistance, obviously, for those who are injured, but the uh, mental impact and the anguish of this is requiring all of us to stay focused on well-being for people. Uh, our other focus is, of course, making sure uh, the police forces of jurisdiction have all the resources necessary to put an end uh, to the, uh, the fear that people are going through um, until this individual is apprehended. Biden expected to make a big announcement this coming Monday. President Biden is expected to announce what the White House is calling this generation's moonshot. Next Monday, his plan is going to help drastically reduce cancer deaths. In his announcement, the president will outline what his administration is doing to, quote, end cancer as we know it. That includes cutting the rate of cancer deaths in half in the next 25 years and improving treatments and quality of life for those with cancer as well as their caregivers. The issue is personal for Biden. His son, Bo, you may recall, died in 2015 of brain cancer. He launched the cancer moonshot the following year when serving as vice president. 
All right, we're ending our national headlines now with a story about the holidays. Yes, I said that right. The holidays, the winter holidays begin in just about three months. UPS says they're already getting on board, preparing to hire 100,000 extra workers to help handle an increase in packages. The openings will be for full and part-time seasonal positions. They're primarily package handlers, drivers, and driver helpers. If you're hoping to make a career out of your seasonal position, UPS says roughly 35% of those employees are retained for permanent positions. The company says holiday seasonal volumes usually start rising in October and remain high through January. All right, that's a look at all the stories trending across the nation. Time now to see what's trending all across our gray TV stations. With that, we send you to Studio B with Clay Osterley. Clay? All right, thanks, Alicia. Sure appreciate uh, Look at all those national top stories going on right now. Now I want to focus here on the local aspects of everything going on from across, across gray television. Let's get you a look at a couple of the stories here that we are going to be talking about. First off, of course, a local story that is continuing to capture national attention. Uh, Eliza Fletcher, of course, was kidnapped last Friday, murdered, and uh, now her accuser or her accused murderer uh, is in court again today facing additional charges and was denied bond. But while that's happening this morning, last night, runners from the community around Memphis honored Eliza for finishing her last run. WMC from Memphis will have that story. Now, a sad story here. Heat is the number one weather-related killer across the world. And a doctor is dead now after a group runs out of water and got lost while they were hiking near uh, uh, on a hiking trail near Cave Creek, if you're familiar with the area. And KTVK gives us an update on that one. Now, this is uh, filed under the OOPS category. And you can't do that category as well. Now, alleged police impersonator in Colorado, he pulled over a real deputy and got some real consequences. KKTV has an update on that. And also earlier this morning, mysterious objects seen over Tucson, Arizona. We'll get the very latest from KOLD. All right, first off, want to get you uh, caught up here on our first story. And of course, this is our top story locally that we are following as mentioned, uh, Eliza Fletcher's murderer in court again today, accused murderer, I should say, uh, in court again today, uh, facing those murder charges. He was read those charges and also denied bond. Well, Eliza Fletcher was honored last night by the running community in Memphis, Tennessee, as, of course, she was kidnapped while jogging on Friday. So they honored her finishing her last run. Let's get the update from WMC in Memphis, Tennessee. Sadness and devastation tonight is our community and people around the nation grapple with the discovery of the body of a Memphis mother and teacher abducted last Friday. Thanks for joining us. I'm Joy Redmond. Joe has the night off. Police found 34-year-old Eliza Fletcher's body Monday evening, and the man accused of killing her faced a judge this morning. Action News 5's Bria Bolden shares the latest on the investigation and how Fletcher is being honored. Bria. 
Joy, this is not how anyone wanted this search to end. Now police will continue their investigation into why this happened. Suspect Cleotha Abstin will face a judge tomorrow on charges related to Fletcher's murder. Meanwhile, Memphians and people around the country are honoring Fletcher's life in their own special way. A four-day search for missing mother and teacher Eliza Fletcher came to a tragic end. While the outcome of this investigation is not what we hoped for, we are nonetheless pleased to remove this dangerous predator off the streets of Memphis. Memphis Police Chief C.J. Davis says police found Fletcher's body next to this vacant home on Victor Street in South Memphis. Cleotha Abstin, the man accused of abducting and killing her, faced a judge Tuesday for kidnapping and fraud charges. Shelby County District Attorney Steve Mulroy says Abstin will be arraigned on murder charges Wednesday. To whatever baseless speculation you might have uh, seen, we have no reason to think this was anything other than an isolated uh, attack by a stranger. Memorials filled with flowers, balloons, and messages to Fletcher have formed around the city, from the U of M area at the site where police say she was abducted, to South Memphis, where her body was recovered. Like I'm devastated, and I know she was in a lot of pain. And um, I know she was scared. Fletcher's murder caught the hearts of many outside of Memphis, some like Callie Talley in her gym in Jonesboro, Arkansas, creating events to finish the run Fletcher was on the day she was abducted. We're going to come together as a gym family, as a local community, as a running family to finish the run for her. Tally says some gym members knew Fletcher and her family and wanted to put on this event to honor her life. A run is also planned for Friday morning on Central Avenue in the U of M area, where Fletcher's run ended. And Friday morning's run will begin at 4.20 a.m. on Central and Belvedere. Now, according to that event page where that event is mentioned is going to be happening. There are over 550 people who have said they will be taking part in that run here in Memphis on Friday. Reporting live in Memphis tonight, Bria Bolden, Action News 5. We are continuing to follow this story very closely from WMC, and if we get any new updates uh, as the day goes on, we will first, uh, of course, bring them to you uh, as we go throughout the afternoon. I want to transition to our next uh, story here. I, I want to emphasize this, that heat is the number one weather-related killer across the world, uh, above only flash flooding. And unfortunately, a group just, uh, just this week got stuck outside when they got lost while hiking. They ran out of water, and a doctor died uh, within that group. Uh, from heat-related injuries. So I want to first bring you here some of the coverage from KTVK, our Phoenix, Arizona, Gray Television Newsroom, uh, initially, and then I'll bring you to some coverage later on in the day as well as they learned uh, the identities of the doctor. The dangers of hiking in extreme heat, and sadly today we are seeing why. Yeah, one person is dead after hiking north of Cave Creek earlier today. Other hikers had to be rescued as well. Holly's working this story. She's live on, with more information on what happened. Holly. 
Ulietta, there were six hikers. All of them had to be rescued from a helicopter off of that mountain. One person was taken in an ambulance to the hospital. He later died from heat exhaustion and heat stroke. Now, this was a very large response out at that trailhead. It was Scottsdale Fire with Daisy Mountain, Phoenix Fire, and MCSO called out to the six hikers who were suffering from heat emergencies just before 1.30 at the Spur Cross Trailhead. Scottsdale Fire Captain Dave Folio tells me the hikers were about four miles in on the trail when they ran out of water and they got lost. He says their phones were also dead. They had to borrow someone else's to call 911. Now, the hiker who passed away was only in his 20s. Folio says the others should be okay, but he says this heat is not something that people should be messing with. When we got out on that trail, the the temperature on the asphalt alone was reading 127 off our truck, but I think it was 109 outside. So it was extreme heat. They should have been off the trail probably three or four hours ago. Just have a plan and know your limitations. That's the message we're trying to get out. Now, Folio says they had about six to eight firefighters on the ground about three miles into the trail. That was as a safety precaution in case something were to go wrong with the helicopters. Luckily, none of them suffered from any heat injuries. Now, unlike some Phoenix hiking trails that closed down from 11 to 5 under these excessive heat warnings, here in Scottsdale, the trails are open. So Folio is really just urging the community to get out early and make sure you have tons of water. He also says planning your hike will be very helpful. Live in Scottsdale tonight, Holly Bach for Arizona's family. And KTVK uh, continued their coverage on this story throughout the day yesterday. So I want to take you to a quick update that they ran uh, as the uh, day went on and they learned more information. So I want to quickly uh, get you that update as well. We're learning more about that man who died on a Labor Day hike out in Cave Creek. Turns out he was a doctor at Barrow Neurological Institute. Dr. Evan Dishion had just started his first year as a neurology resident. Dignity Health says he was a kind and generous person who made it his mission and passion to improve the lives of others. And part of a larger... And that was, again, just a quick update as they learned uh, the identity of that doctor. You can always head over to ArizonaFamily.com for the latest on that story. Moving on to our next story, file this under the category of whoops. All right, uh, here's a look at a uh, vehicle here that I want you to, to get a good look at uh, while I read you some information on what is going on here. A police impersonator pulls over a real deputy in Colorado last weekend. According to that real deputy, the vehicle that you see here on your screen, turned on some red and blue lights and then brake checked him and forced him onto the shoulder of I-76. Now, the suspect, Jose Ortiz, was dressed in a security shirt and flashed a silver badge at this real deputy. Well, uh, Deputy Delory was, uh, well, he was more than suspicious of the whole thing and promptly arrested the phony officer. Now Ortiz is in the very, very real local jail. Don't forget, can't do that. All right, uh, moving on to our next uh, story here that we're following across gray television. Uh, this is another one that's uh, a little weird uh, and, and I think fitting for this time of the year as we kind of move into spooky season, right? Let me uh, show you some video here on your screen of what uh, Tucson residents woke up to this morning. Check out the right side of your screen first and you'll see a object moving from right to left. 
Something unusual flew over Tucson early this morning. Many people saw it and they kind of want to know what it is. And of course, you can see something flying from what experts say from east to west or possibly to the northwest. This was around 520 this morning. Experts say that it's at a relatively low altitude, but so far they don't have any answers as to what it actually is. Now, after this object goes off the screen, you'll actually notice something here catch your attention on the very far left side of your screen. Uh, you can basically see a second object very quickly kind of descend. Watch, you see right there coming from the top of your screen down towards the bottom of your screen right there. So that's what Tucson residents saw this morning and they are still searching for answers. Spooky business out there. Alicia, I don't know if, uh, if anybody's ever asked you this on live television or not, but UFOs, what do you think of them? I think they exist. Is that bad to say? No, not at all. <laughs> I, don't, Now, I don't think so at all. I mean, obviously, you know, coming, I'm, I'm, I come at things from the scientific perspective, of course, right? So. I, I look at this and I go, okay, so what, what actually was it, right? So it doesn't appear that it was moving very quickly, um, as you could tell from the video. I mean, it was obviously little st still images that were put together in an animation. But I think the second one is the one that really gets me. What is that that's just falling from the top of the screen towards the bottom of the screen? It's got a little light on it uh, as it goes down that blinks. I, I'm, I don't... I, That one's puzzling. I'm not sure what that. Well, was. maybe one of the people aboard, I don't even know what you would call them. I feel bad calling them aliens, but <laughs> one of the people on board maybe wanted to just call Tucson home, so they parachuted out and that was I'm falling down. I don't know. Maybe it was an escape pod too, right? From oh, Star yeah. Wars movie or something like that. Yeah. Like, I love seeing really like, all the UFO stuff. I am I go crazy for it. I love all that stuff. It's, uh, it's pretty fascinating, of course. So we'll, we will stay tuned to, uh, to KOLD to see if they learn any answers. Most of the time, we get an answer pretty quickly from things like this, and uh, it's not nearly as exciting as <laughs> real UFOs or aliens. But, you know, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll take what we can get, probably just a weather balloon, right? Yeah. We're, I would say let's just go with UFO. We, we can go with it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, that's a look at your national and gray television local stories here for September 7th, of course. I'm Clay Osterley from Studio B, Alicia Myers from Studio A.